superheroes and content conquerors. Welcome to the one and only That Content Nerd Podcast, where we unleash the power of social media and content marketing for small businesses. I'm your host, the Grandmaster of Growth, the Wizard of Words, and the Sultan of Strategy, Carly Lynn, here to take you on an epic journey through the cosmic world of digital success. Get ready to soar through the digital stratosphere as we uncover the Jedi secrets of captivating content, navigating the treacherous asteroid fields of trending hashtags, and decoding the mysterious algorithms of platforms. Together, we'll build your small business empire one pixel at a time. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or just starting your journey, That Content Nerd Podcast is your go-to resource for all things social media and content marketing. Get ready to harness the power of the digital cosmos. This episode is about to launch in three, two, one. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the That Content Nerd Podcast. I am so glad that you're here. So this is actually going to kick off a four-part series where I'm going to be breaking down how to actually launch a product. Now, of course, I'm a social media manager, so this is going to be mainly focused on social media. However, um, it's really important that we understand all of the moving pieces. And in a recent experience um, with a client, I realized that there is just a lot of things um, that come with launching in the online space that is just not talked about enough and that people don't understand or they are talked about, but they're not necessarily um, something that you would think to look for to understand, right? Because when it comes to this online business world, we reach a point where you don't know what you don't know. And when you don't know what you don't know, that means you don't know that you need to go learn that thing. And this can lead to a lot of misunderstandings, um, communication breakdowns, um, and even misusing certain words, thinking they mean one thing when really they mean another. And it's really important to get all of these things down in order to have a successful launch. Um, and I actually have a bit of a surprise. It's going to be happening at the end of this four-part series. But before we get there, um, I'm going to be breaking down each week for the next four weeks, if you're listening in real time. Um, if not, you're going to have access to all four. Um, uh, we're going to be breaking down each of these things that are required when it comes to launching. So this is going to be a type of series where I actually want you to grab a pen and paper, pull this out, actually get ready to take notes and then take action. But here is a warning to those of you who are listening in the future and you're not listening to this in real time. Because if you're listening to this in real time, you're going to have a week between episodes to go and take action. And I do expect you to take action, okay? If you are not listening in real time, you're going to be tempted to simply uh, just binge listen to all of them. And you're just like, well, I'll take action when I'm done. But one, we all know that's not true. Because how many times have you said you're going to take action on something? And then you never did. And two, there is a reason, reason that I'm going to be sharing what I share in the order that I share it. Because you're going to need to um, get ready to understand certain things, um, before you move on to the next step. I'm literally going to be breaking this down in a way where as if you were my one-on-one client and we were working through this process together, this is how I would teach it to you. And you would have homework in between each session of us coming together. Okay. Um, so one, if you are wanting some one-on-one help with your launching, feel free to hit me up. Uh, you can hit me up in the IGDMs, send me an email at hello at that I'm more than happy to help 
help you. But um, without further ado, let's go ahead and just dive into the episode. And what we're going to be talking about today is a launch mindset and expectations. So this is the part where I see people get the most stuck. This is the part where I used to and even still do get the most stuck. Because something that I see, and I know I've done this too, and I saw this um, when I was in my business coach's mastermind, I saw this, um, I see this in my DMs, I've seen this with past clients. And I see one of two things happening, okay? Either most people dream, or hold on, let me pull back. Uh, you either dream too big, and you get too excited that you get so overwhelmed at the thought of that actually happening and you get so scared of failure that you create the failure that you are so terrified um, of getting to by not taking enough action or you don't dream big enough and then you still don't take enough action because it's a boring goal. Um, a few weeks ago, uh, you can go listen to it. I, I really recommend you do so, actually, especially when it comes to launching. Um, I did an episode on setting impossible goals. And I set goals with a mindset of, I want it to be so big that I'm not going to achieve it necessarily. Um, but I'm going to get so much closer than I would have if I wouldn't have set a really big goal. For example, if... I set a goal to make $500 during a launch. I'm only going to do the actions necessary to make $500 during a launch. But if I tell myself I want to make $5,000 during a launch, there's going to be a lot more actions that I'm going to be taking in order to get there. Let's say that by the end of the launch, I only end up making $1,000, which is $4,000 less than my goal. But it's still double the original $500 goal for the launch right? So by reaching higher, and I act as if I'm actually going to achieve it, um, I got so much closer and I actually made more, right? And this is the mindset that I take with me in every part of my business. And I'm not going to go super into it here. I go pretty in depth in that episode. So go check out that one. But I want you to kind of have this mindset. But something that you need to understand is that you have to be willing to take action. And here is the part that I see getting a lot of people stuck um, in a lot of different areas. And it is the fact that you are overcomplicating it. And the actions that are actually going to get you results are the simpler ones, not the ones that require super complicated, like 50 step things or whatever. No, it's going to be the simplest things. It's going to be simply showing up, simply sending another email, simply posting another reel, simply going live on TikTok. Okay. It's going to be all of these things that are going to be like, that's so simple. That's no way I'm actually going to get results doing that. Um, but you will. Okay. If you are anything like me, you are trying so hard to overcomplicate it because in your mind, if it's simple, there's no way it could actually work. And because of that, it's never going to work because you are so focused on making it complicated, uh, instead of being focused on completing it, on following through, on doing the simple things to move forward. Now, if you are brand new to launching, if you're brand new to the online business space, if you're launching something for the first time and you are bootstrapping your business, I don't recommend even considering Facebook ads or Google ads or whatever. Because if you have not gotten something to work organically, how do you know if it's going to work when you throw money behind it? If your messaging is off organically, putting money behind it to get in front of more people does not mean the messaging will work. When you get the messaging to work on an organic level, then you can start pouring money into it with ads. 
You see what I'm saying? A lot of us are researching all of these things like Facebook ads and all these super complicated funnels. And really, we just got to keep it simple. If you are a business owner that has been super consistent and you already have launch data and you already know your messaging and you already know what works and what doesn't work in your business, then that's one thing. But if you are launching a brand new offer, if you are uh, sharing something in a new way, or if you have not gotten results that get you excited organically, pouring money behind it is not going to work. Okay. We've got to be willing to do the simple things and commit to doing the simple things in order to get the results that we want to get, that we expect to get. Okay. Um, and with that next step, so one, all right, you've got to be willing to do the work. Okay, that's step number one. Set an impossible goal and then be willing to do all of the things that are required to hit that goal. All right, and then I'm going to be talking more about um, what that actually looks like in the next episode. But in the meantime, what you can do is start setting your impossible goal. Go listen to the impossible goals episode. Think about a product or offer that you're going to be launching. Spend time on the messaging work now. Because spoiler alert, okay, if you don't have the messaging down, if you don't understand your ideal person, if you don't understand how this is going to help your ideal person, if you don't know off the top of your head the five reasons why someone would buy and the five reasons why they wouldn't buy, you're not ready to plan a launch yet. All right. And I get, I get that that's a bit of a hot take, but that is the way that it has worked for me in my life. And that's what I've seen worked um, in my, that's what I've seen happen, excuse me, in my clients and students' lives as well. Okay. So you've got to be willing to do that work first. So this week, your action step is to go grab content that pops. If you haven't already, work on your messaging around this offer. You'll find the link for that below. That's my messaging guide. And then I want you to go also set your impossible goal and begin kind of thinking through what's going to be required of you to hit that goal. Maybe not necessarily in the actions, but how do you need to show up? How would someone who makes $10,000 in a launch show up or $1,000 or whatever your goal is, how would they show up compared to making $200 $200 at a launch or $50 at a launch or $10 at a launch. Okay. So think through those things. The second point here, um, as far as mindset goes, is you have to be willing to commit to completing it. All right. This is something that my business coach called me out on so um, aggressively multiple times, not like directly to me. Um, but I saw from other people getting coached. Um, and also in a lot of the content is that, um, when you don't complete your plan, you don't have data to know if the plan works. And I've seen this recently with multiple clients. Okay. What happens is that they don't get the results that they were expecting, and then they panic and throw out the plan. So if we came up with a plan that had an X number amount of emails, but they're not getting a certain response, or they're seeing people unsubscribe, or they are not seeing the result, they panic and they shut down and they don't complete the plan. And therefore, they're not able to tell me if my plan worked. You're not able to tell anyone if your plan worked because you did not complete it. This is really important. When you stop halfway through, you're choosing failure. You're choosing to not get results. You're choosing to not have the result that you've been praying for and that you want happen. All right. If you are setting that goal to hit X number of dollars in this launch or X number of products sold or whatever, you've got to be willing to follow the plan all the way through to actually get data to know if it's going to work for your business or not. This is really important. 
And something else that my business coach told me, Faith Mariah, um, I've talked about her quite a bit before. Uh, you probably know her by now. Um, uh, so she says that the launch doesn't start until the last day, and it is true. All right. And this is where a lot of my clients, as soon as they panic about three to four days before the last day, they're not getting the results they want. So they panic and they don't do anything. They break from the plan. They don't follow the plan. Um, and so by the time the last day rolls around, they're not in the energy of expectation. They're not in the energy of, Hey, I'm going to get results. Instead, they freak out, they panic, and then they shut down. That's a problem. When you do not put it if when you're not committed to getting the work done when you're not committed to showing the heck up when you are not committed to going all in and completing it um you're not going to know if it's going to work and also if you're not committed to completion you are committed to failure period okay the only time that this is different is that if you only have five spots open and it is a 10-day open cart, and you fill those five spots by day three, then it's like, okay, cool, I got the result that I was looking for, all right? That's not quitting. That's you went, and it actually worked better than you thought because you filled up the spot sooner rather than later. If that's not the case for you, you're choosing failure if you're not choosing to be committed. That's just fact. You have to be willing to show up and put your energy in until midnight on the last day. You've got to show up, schedule the email, schedule the post, show up and do the lives and do the things, okay? The launch does not start to the last day. And the other thing to remember is that failure is absolutely relative. This is the most important thing about this, okay? If you're going to subscribe to Impossible Goals, and I personally believe that more people should, okay? That's my personal belief. I could be wrong, and maybe you're part of the 0.1% that it doesn't work for. I'm a part of the 0.1% in a lot of things uh, that things don't work for, but you have to be willing to fail. You've got to be willing to not get the result that you want, um, but have the expectation of it happening anyway. Meaning, again, if I want to make $5,000 in a launch and I only make $2,000, I technically failed, right? I quote unquote failed, but I still made more than what I would have. I still showed up. I still did that. So yes, I failed, but a $2,000 launch could be life-changing for you or for someone else which means that that failure is relative, all right? You cannot let that quote-unquote failure define you and your launch in your business. It is really important to understand those things if you want to have a successful launch, okay? This is incredibly freaking important, and I need you to understand this. So before we dive into some expectations that you need to have in your launch, let's just recap a couple of the mindset things we talked about so far. So one, most people either dream too big and they don't take enough action or they don't dream big enough and they don't take enough action. Either way, you're not taking enough action. You're not following through, okay? Uh, point number two, you have to be willing to commit and commit to completing your launch all the way. The launch does not start to the last day, all right? Uh, you have to be willing to show up and complete it, follow through. And number three, failure is relative. You're going to be probably failing a lot more in your business than you'll ever see, see success. That's in every business owner that I look up to. That's how it's been for them. And in every um, venture that I have done personally, both in this business and in prior attempts at business, um, it's so true. All right. You're going to fail more than you succeed. But in each failure, there's lessons and you learn so much. Is it really failure? I don't know. That's all relative. So those are some of the things that I really want you to think about um, 
as we go through this launch series. Um, and really quick, before we jump into expectations, um, because this is a really good segue, um, there are some things that you need to think about before you just dive into a launch. So you don't want to just open cart tomorrow and talk about something brand new or the thing that you've never talked about. Now, have I done that before? Yes. Okay. I've absolutely done last minute launches and yes, it has worked for me. Um, but I also am at a space now where I've been doing this for two years. I'm known, I have a brand. Um, and so people know what I'm about. I am not going to just out of nowhere launch something and expect to get really big results. You know, at the time of this recording, I'm trying something brand new. Um, and if it works, I'll talk to you guys about it later. Um, and I am talking about it a bit and I am opening myself up to it. Um, but I, I don't have really any expectations. I'm just trying, I'm testing the waters to see. But I have to manage my expectations around the fact that no one knows about it yet. Um, so what I want you to do is go through the archives. I'm going to actually link to it in the show notes. I've done an episode here on the four week social launch. And the four week social launch is basically the prep work that you need to do before you actually set up your runway to launch your product. So it's like the pre runway. This is basically where you're building your plane, you're making sure things are good to go, you're testing out the the hardware, is that the right word? I don't even know the mechanics um, of this plane, you're getting everything set up. So that way, once the runway is all set up, you can take off in that runway. Um, uh, and get started instead of waiting for um, that perfect time to come. All right. And there's something else I was going to say, and it just totally left my brain. So anyway, so go listen to the four week social launch. Okay. And that will also help you with your expectations. But with that, so one, have the expectation that if people have never heard about it before, not a lot of people are going to buy it. All right. I've had this experience with clients as well, where they kind of, they start something new and they're like, oh my gosh, my clients would absolutely love this. Um, my, or my current customers would love this. Um, it's completely out of left field, but I know they said they liked it over here and then they don't get the results that they want because it's brand new. So you need to go in and you need to talk to your people and prepare them for a pivot, prepare them for this new thing, prepare them for those things to happen. All right. That's definitely super important. Um, and something that needs to be talked about more before you start launching. So one. Um, number two is that you're going to have less people than you think. For example, if you have a wait list of 200 people, you can expect maybe one or two of them to buy the first time. Maybe, maybe. Sometimes it's zero, okay? Because again, this is brand new. Now, this is really relative. If you have a wait list, you've been building to 200 people and you've been nurturing them for, you know, six weeks and they know this thing and you're preparing them and you've got this all set up, then maybe it'll be a different story. But a smaller percentage of people um, than you expect is actually going to be um, who buys and who shows up. Having this expectation is really important because you don't want this to be the thing that causes you to um, give up, right? You need to understand that um, and understand what those numbers are. Okay. And you know, when you have a live event, now I'm kind of like going off script a little bit, but I'm thinking about some issues that, um, a recent client of mine had. Um, but like if you have a webinar or a masterclass or a free event that you're doing, um, don't be surprised that once you segue into the pitch that people start dropping off, that's normal, 
right? Uh, they don't want to necessarily be sold to. That's why your email list matters. This is why your follow-up emails matter. Um, my personal goal, and I think that everyone should have this goal, um, is that if they, um, is that they should be walking away with value whether they buy or not. Like I do not go, I don't limit what I share in my free content, in my free events. I just don't. I go all in and I commit and I, and I really show up for my people. I answer questions and I don't gatekeep because I want people to walk away with value even if they can't buy. Um, the number of webinars that I've gone to in my life um, that were basically just like revving me up for a pitch and I didn't leave with any actual information um, is a lot. And I don't want that for my people. I want them to leave knowing that, okay, you know what? I'm not ready to buy right now, but this Carly, she knows her stuff and she knows, uh, or, and I know that walking away from this, I can go and take action on this. It's going to change my business. It's going to change uh, my life. X, Y, Z, right? Really freaking important. Um, so few more expectations left, um, as long as I stay focused. Um, so uh, another one is that people are going to drop off of your email list. When you're in a promotional period, people are going to unsubscribe. That's normal. Okay, if they unsubscribe during a promotional period, that's fine. They were never going to buy from you anyway. Okay, so them leaving your list is not a negative thing. You don't want to have a bloated vanity number that doesn't actually mean anything that doesn't actually show up for you in your business. It's really important that you have a list full of people that actually care about what you're saying and actually might buy in the future. People are going to unsubscribe and that's okay. That doesn't, that's not a sign of failure. That's a sign of a normal, healthy business. Okay. Um, number two, uh, in, or number three, I was going to say, I like added like three or four things before I technically started my list. So I don't know what number we're on. Uh, next number, um, engagement is going to go down on your social posts, in your emails, in, on your lives, all of those things. Okay. Engagement is going to drop. That's normal. Because people don't, like, they don't really want to be sold to. But when you're in a launch period, you're directly selling. You're not just selling without selling. You're being very direct. And so people, again, unsubscribing or no longer engaging is a normal thing. Absolutely normal. So don't be discouraged by that. Just keep going. If you do get comments, respond to them. You've got to be hyper, hyper vigilant as far as responding to comments, responding to DMs, um, staying on top of the questions that are coming. Okay. Um, the next one is that people might complain. They might get mad at you for selling. That's the reality. People are going to get upset with you for not giving away everything for free. But if you, if you are giving everything away for free, then you're going to go have to get another job to pay your bills, to support your family. And you're going to have, and you're going to have less time to give to this thing that they want for free. And therefore you're not going to be able to provide it at all. Let people complain. If people are complaining, then they are not the right person for your program. That's just my personal belief, and I stand by that. Um, and lastly, in your expectations, it may not turn out the way you want. It might not turn out the way you want it to. You might not hit that launch goal. You might not um, hit that thing. You might not um, get the number of webinar signups. You might not get the growth that you thought you were going to get. You might not get the podcast lessons, right? You might not. It might not do anything for you. Oh, well, I mean, not that it might not get you where you, where you want to go, but there's so much for you to learn because again, one failure is relative for one thing. 
Um, and two, once you have that understanding and that acceptance of like failure is relative, look for the lessons. Look for where you're learning. Look for the things. It's really important that you, after your launch, you go back and figure out what worked and what didn't. Okay, figure out, okay, this thing, I tried talking about it this way. This didn't work. Um, I did, I promoted it th in this way. I did a three-day event and, you know, by the time the third day rolled around, only like 10% of people were participating. So next time I launch this thing, I'm only going to do um, a one hour event or whatever that might be. You've got to be willing to go back and get the information. If you never look back on what you've done, you're never going to be able to apply that and get better. You're just going to be throwing spaghetti at the wall every single time, starting from scratch. That's not what you want. That is not how you want to show up in your business. You've got to be willing to show up and do the dang work. Okay, so over the course of the last 20 plus minutes, um, we've talked about a lot. There's a lot here. Um, and there's a lot that I want you to kind of like sit back and process through. So one, again, go and listen to the impossible goals episode if you have not already. Uh, number two, go listen to the four week social launch. Okay, both of those are going to be uh, linked in the show notes. Go listen to them. Okay, go, go, go listen to them. Thank me later, they're going to absolutely help you. But on top of that, there's a couple of things that I want you to um, think through before you tune, tune into the next episode next week. If you, again, are listening to this in the future and it's already available to you, don't listen to the next episode until you've done these things, right? So go listen to those other episodes that I mentioned, but also ask yourself, how can you show up at a higher level? How can you show up and do more in your business? How can you show up and get better results? However, however you want to phrase that question, pull out a journal and write that down. Number two, if your goal is X, $1,000, $5,000, $10,000, $100,000. If your goal is X, whatever X is, what would you need to do to make that happen? Okay, like, what would that look like? Like, if it possibly could happen, if in the future, that is what you made during a launch, what did you do? What did your future self do? How did you show up? Um, and lastly, what actions can you try? Can you try going live? Can you try going live more? Can you try recording a different style of video? Can you try showing up on TikTok? Can you try um, doing a blog? Can you try sending more emails to your email list, right? What actions can you try? Those are like the three best questions that I have my clients and my students start with. And I really recommend you start with those as well. All right, you guys, I know I covered a lot of information and not a lot of time. Feel free to come back and address it. Um, go back and re-listen. All right. If you're doing dishes, come back and re-listen. If you're driving, come back and re-listen. All right. Don't skip this part. If you don't do the action, you're not going to get results point blank, period. If you're just binging content, you're not going to get results. And I don't want you saying, Carly stuff didn't work. No, you didn't do the work. I know it works because it works in my life and it's worked in my students' lives and it's worked in my clients' lives, okay? So go and actually take action, all right? And then once you've done those things, get ready for the next episode in this incredible launch series and I will see you then. And that wraps up this electrifying episode of the That Content Nerd podcast. Thank you, my fellow nerds, for joining me on this epic journey through the realms of social media and content marketing. I hope you've gained valuable insights, inspiration, and a touch of charm to supercharge your marketing game. But hey, the adventure doesn't end here. Join us inside of the Marketing Nerds Facebook group. This is where I give trainings, have surprise guests, and so much more. Join our content-loving community and keep those cosmic conversations going. Check out the link in the show notes to dive in. 
This podcast was produced by Content Nerd Media, a powerhouse company that specializes in YouTube channel management, video editing, podcast production, and social media management. They are the creative geniuses behind the scenes, helping small businesses like yours amplify their online presence and reach new heights. I'll see you next time, nerds. May the content be with you.